Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Life Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you. 
Let's pray. Father, thank you. Bless your word today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so beginning of the year, God gave a word to our prophet for us. When you have a prophet and God gives the prophet a word, that word is for you. And we being the children, I believe that the word that God gave him, that word was for us. And um, we have been going through the God gave him 10 prophecies for us and uh, we have been going through them now today I want us to look at the first prophecy that God gave to the prophet and um, this prophecy is your prophecy it's my prophecy hallelujah so what does the first one say it says that I will hear long awaited news this year hallelujah it means that there's, there's news you have been expecting to hear, okay? There's news you have been expecting to hear. For some reason, it hasn't come. But in 2022, you would hear that news. I said you would hear that news. Yes. Um, I remember recently, I was, um, I was at the hospital and um, the prophet came there to visit. And um, when he came, was had a conversation with the doctors and the doctors said they said something um, they said that oh when we had the operation what we saw we realized that our the diagnosis we gave um, was was a wrong one it wasn't it wasn't as we thought then the prophet turned and I mean when they left he said that but this mistake is a good news it's a good news. It's good news because if what they said is actually the case, then we are in for something very bad. Yeah. So for them to have said that, this diagnosis was a wrong one. It was a, mis it was a mistake. He said, that is good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You would hear, you would hear that good news. Your long-awaited news. He said, "I will hear good news this year." You will hear good news this year. I said, "You will hear good news this year." Then he said, "I would drink fresh waters of good news this year." Do you believe it? You would drink fresh waters of good news this year. Hallelujah! You see, the prophecy you believe is the prophecy you experience if you believe it you will hear it because I believe that some of you have taken applications to different places some of you have proposed to certain ladies and they said that let me, let me toss it in my mind small I will give you the answer later so as you are sitting in church you are hoping that a word will come listen that word will come this afternoon good news is coming i said good news is coming something wonderful is coming your way hallelujah do you believe it do you believe it some of you have applied for visas several for several times as i speak to you your passport is lying in the embassy they have given you a day to come for it 
and you don't know what your faith will be this time but listen this prophecy is your prophecy this year you would hear good news I said you will hear good news the good news is that when you go for the passport and you open the passport your visa would be in receive your good news hallelujah you know two people from, from the same company went to apply for um, Schengen visa they were going to Germany the company gave them the same documents bank statement, letter everybody had the same but this gentleman attended a meeting I was ministering at and I ministered to him they went and presented their documents they were told that their company's name is in the red because the people that the company has sponsored to go to Germany had never come back so because of that they were not giving visas to anybody who comes from this company so they asked them to come for their documents and get out of the embassy so no problem this gentleman went collect their documents now when they collected the documents and they were going this guy who attended the meeting opened just, just opened the passport when he opened the passport they had given him the visa <laughs> so the other guy said oh then I mean it's the same document. We, we all presented the same document. So if they have given you, then I, I must also be given. And then he also took his passport. He went through from page one to page last. There was no visa inside. <laughs> so the boss said that, I mean, how come? Because you had the same document. You are coming from the same company. Everything is the same. So how come this one had it and the other one didn't get it? And the guy said that, I attended a meeting that he didn't attend. I, I, you didn't hear me. I, said, I attended a meeting he didn't attend. So you see, you are here. Somebody is not here. It is, it is what will make the difference between you and that person. That is why you are living here with good news. I said you are living here with good news. And this afternoon, I prophesied to somebody, your phone is about to ring. I said your phone is about to ring. And that long-awaited good news is about to sound. Ah, somebody, you are about to hear that good news. You are about to hear that that proposal has been approved. That contract has been granted. Receive it. Hey. Long-awaited news. Long-awaited news. This is your prophecy. Wow. Isaiah 41 verse 27. It says that. Formerly I said to Zion, Behold, here they are. And to Jerusalem, I was saying I would give a messenger of good news. I would give a messenger of good news. There are people who are bearers of good news. They carry good news. And they are looking for you. I said they are looking for you. This is your prophecy. 2022, uh, bearers of good news will look for you. 
And when they look for you, they will locate you. They will find you. Even if you are in a hole, they will find you. I say, even if you are hidden in the desert, they will locate you. They will find you. And they will deliver their good news. In the name of Jesus, you have been expecting God for the fruit of the womb. Get ready. Your messenger is coming. I said, the bearer of that good news is looking for you. And it will, he will find you in the name of Jesus. You know, it makes me remember Sarah. When the angels who were headed to Sodom and Gomorrah, they got near Abraham. When Abraham saw them, he said, no, pass by, just come and let me serve you and take care of you before you continue with your journey. As he did, they asked him, where is your wife, Sarah? Those angels were, were bearers of good news. Because Sarah has been waiting. Abraham had been waiting to have the seed to, for, for the wife to conceive. And for many years, nothing was happening. But God sent. He sent bearers of this good news. He sent them to the house of Abraham. They located Abraham. And before they left Abraham, they said to him, a year by this time, Sarah thy wife will conceive. A year by this time. And Sarah couldn't believe it. But listen, this time, her faith couldn't change it. Listen to me. Somebody here, those angels are looking for you. I said, they are looking for you. They will locate you with that good news. I said, they will locate you. They will find you. Shall I receive it? Bearers of good news. They carry good news. Hallelujah. Give me the other scripture. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 25. Like cold water to a weary soul. So, so good news from distant land. Yes. Good news from distant land. Hallelujah. You see, when you want to know how nice water tastes, get tired. <laughs> Sweat. Uh, when you get a glass you see the, the refreshing that comes to you when you are tired you are sweating and a glass of cold water is presented to you you see the, the way you feel when you drink it and that is how good news will be to your hearing yes hallelujah it means that good news will refresh you. Yeah, good news that brings refreshing. You would hear that news in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, so this prophecy is very, it's a very important prophecy. Now, what I want to do today is to help us to bring to pass the prophecy hallelujah there are times prophecies are given and those who 
those those who were given the prophecies never seen the coming to pass of that prophecy it's it's not because the prophecy is not true it's not because the prophet is a liar it is because you see you haven't done enough to bring into realization the prophecy you heard eh? because when a word is given something is is needed from you to make the word a reality it, it will not just happen you do something to make it happen so when I'm reading the scriptures one of the things I'm very interested in is what to do yes yeah, because what to do is it's very important what to do makes a promise a reality and there's something to do to bring the promise to pass so so in the book of in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 it says that it says for unto us was the gospel preached gospel is good news and to us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not benefit them it didn't profit them why because they did not mix the word with faith hallelujah so you see something is needed so that the the word that has come to you and eh, will benefit you hallelujah it is like a borehole you know i was telling them in the earlier service that i had my service at a place called um abu congo you know abu abusu congo abu abusu congo is um, are in the kede district and um, it's um, from kede you go to a place called takrasi and from takrasi is three kilometers three miles from takrasi to abu abusu congo yes and 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 over there you have you have transport coming once a week so when you are planning you have to plan with the time that the transport will come because if it passes zoom and miss it you have to wait for the following week once every week yes one day i wasn't well and and um, i had to go to the hospital there's no hospital in the village it's in the district which is takrasi three three miles and there was no transport i had to walk with my sickness three miles to access a hospital yeah by the time we get to the hospital you'll be fine you'll be healed <laughs> hallelujah you know but that there there was an experience i had there and when you want water you go to the borehole okay you need a like a small bucket that you drop into the hole the, the borehole because you can't use a cup to fetch yeah sometimes the water is you see the water the water table a bit down so you can your hand cannot even reach it so we tie rope you know on the, the the handle of the bucket and then you throw it down there and then you are able to fetch the water you see the water the water you need the water to bath you need water to drink you need water to cook you need water to wash your clothes do you understand to keep your house neat and nice and to smell good so you can see that the water has benefits is that not it it has benefit it refreshes you when you drink it it helps you to wash your things your clothes to be nice to be clean when you wear it you are comfortable you know I, I don't know about you but I remember when we were in secondary school we had a covering cloth and that covering cloth you know can resurrect in a dead body <laughs> yeah 
if they put this covering cloth on the dead body, the dead body can easily rise uh, by the sentinel. Oh. So you take it for a whole year. It's not washed. It's not washed. Yes. It's, it's waterproof. <laughs> you know, but you need the water to wash it, to be clean, to smell nice. Now, these benefits you wouldn't get if you don't, you don't use that vessel, throw the vessel into the water, uh, into the uh, borehole to fetch the water. You can't you can get the benefits that water gives. You see, this is what faith does. Faith is that vessel. Faith is that vessel. You, you, it is, it is faith. You see, the, the gospel was preached unto us. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. You got it, we got it. But what you got did not benefit you. They came to, they came to construct borehole for you and they did want to for us. But the borehole hasn't benefited you because you don't have a vessel to fetch the water. You need something to reach the water. You don't have. Okay, those who have to reach, they are the ones who will get the water and their houses will be clean. They will have water to drink. They will have food to eat. Hallelujah. So a word can come to you. A prophecy can come to you. But the prophecy will carry no benefit in your direction. Because you do not have faith uh, to extract the benefits from that prophecy. Every word carries benefits. Every word carries advantage. Every word you hear, oh, there is something that it carries for your soul. But what you need to be able to get it, to reach it, to use it, to benefit you, it is called faith. So it doesn't matter the prophecies that come to you. If you don't believe it, you will never enjoy your experience. Never. 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 So this, this prophecy, I came to let you know, you may never hear good news if you do not walk in faith. Never. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gives you the prophecy. Can you believe that Jesus Christ, the one who carried the whole treasure, the, the, the heavens, treasure, carried everything, entered into Nazareth, and, and exited Nazareth with everything he went into Nazareth with. He exited, and nobody could get anything from Jesus himself. Yeah. Bible said that Jesus, he marveled at their unbelief. He marveled. <laughs> you can't believe he marveled at the unbelief. So they, you see, he carried the treasure, but they couldn't get it the treasure because of unbelief they didn't get it they didn't get it you know a typical example one day I was I was going to travel to um, Togo daddy was having a crusade in Togo and um, we, we had the privilege to go with him now before I left I had a vision in the vision I saw a net 
a net was cast. When the net was cast, it caught two things from different people. And by the grace of God, I saw all the faces. Yeah, I saw their faces. So, after the vision, I went to them and told them that, well, this is what God has revealed to me. And he has shown me what we should do. I saw that their jobs and marriages were, were caught in the net. So I said that, no, fast for three days and pray. When you are done, take a seed and go and sow it. The fasting is for the marriage. The seed is for the job. When you do that, you will be released. The marriage will be released. The job will be released. So I left. When I returned from the crusade, I asked the gentleman. I mean, I asked one of the guys. I asked. Somebody called me. So the, before I left Ghana, the instruction I gave, they had, she has done it. Yes, she had done it completely. I said, really? Then I asked another person. He had done it. Then I asked the other person. He said, oh, he did a prayer and fasting, but he didn't have money to sow the seed, so he didn't sow the seed. I said, okay, I mean, at least I have delivered my message. So, I mean, after whatever, I mean, you will do, that's up to you. I was there after two weeks when I got a call that this gentleman was behind bars at Cantonment Police Station. So I said, oh, really? What happened? They couldn't give me the news. Then I drove there. Before I got there, they had given me the details of why he was there. So when I, I you see counterpack, you, you stand somewhere far away, and then you stand um, in front of the in front of the counter, and you are supposed to speak. You see, you are speak across. You shout and then you also shout and the policeman is sitting there he wants to hear all that you are saying then I told him I told him that you are very lucky you are far away from me you should thank you are far away from me because if you were within my reach I would have massaged your cheeks yes yes I said you have wasted grace you have wasted grace this guy works with a bank and he was the computer person there so you can't access you can't get access without him then one of the customers their major customer he's one of the workers came and said that oh our boss traveled but we have some business agent business to handle so even though he's not here to sign a check and um, if you could open up the system so that we can withdraw something from the account when he comes we'll come and do the reconciliation and sort out all that needs to be sorted out you know and i mean he was they were they were very good i mean very good terms with the with the with the with the client so i said oh if it is this man oh we, we will do it so they came and saw this gentleman that i saw that his marriage and and job or work had been caught in the in the net and they said oh no problem no problem then pa, 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 he opened they redrew the first one then they came again they redrew the second one they came again third one came again for four times they redrew and they redrew one thousand one hundred uh, hundred hundred thousand dollars in all so the boss returned and said ah my my money has come down who took some 
They say, oh, your boy. He said, no, no, I've not instructed anybody to come. And apparently there was no business. There was no urgent job. There was nothing. <laughs> Bishop Saki said something. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Redrew $100,000. So they asked this guy that, look, so who gave you authorization? Why did you open up the system? But they landed, they landed in court. And they said, then you have to pay the money. What are you saying? He hired two lawyers. Two lawyers, because his case was getting worse. Two lawyers, and he paid the two lawyers to represent him. And at the end of the day, he lost his job at the bank. It was after that. When he hears me say something, he says, hey, what did you say? Please say it again. I want to. I said, you have that. You see, so what, how come he didn't benefit from the prophecy that came? He did not walk in it. Because, you see, your faith is not seen in just what you say, but what you do. So James said that, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you, I'll show you my faith by my works. Yes. You got it. One, one other lady, the person who told me that she, she did it before I even left Ghana. Eh? Something very interesting happened. She said they were having lunch. As they were having lunch. Okay, so I'm starting this series actually this week. So this is the beginning. Okay, we are going to go into it. It says that she said we, we had lunch. So that day I decided to help with the service. I served my boss and different with fruits after we ate. A few hours later, they rushed, they rushed the boss to the to Kolibu. See, something was happening to the boss. The man was paralyzing. So then they asked the doctors, what is the problem? The doctor said that he ate something. Something he ate has led to that. And they said, ah, who, who could have, what, uh, then they remember that this lady who said that she did it before I left was the one who served him with the fruit. So then they said that, then you added something to what you served the boss. Because the last time he was served, you were the one who served him. And the doctors are saying that he ate something and he, he's paralyzed so you are the one what, what did you add she said that at the workplace anybody who sees her mm, it was, mm, we don't walk by killers she will not she will not be allowed to visit her boss at the hospital now if she, if you can poison him then what, what else would you would you not want to finish your job what you started, wouldn't you want to finish it if we give you access? She wasn't granted access. Hey. Then they were there when all of a sudden a friend of this boss who had not seen him, visited him for God knows how many years, all of a sudden appeared. And he was told that, oh, he's been hospitalized. He said, okay, let me go and visit him. When he went and he saw the state of the boss, he said, ah, 
But why are you keeping this gentleman in Ghana? He can afford it. Let him go to London to go and seek medical attention. So quickly, they did the papers, blah, 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 and they flew him to, to London. And the doctors had to give their diagnosis. Hey, when the diagnosis was coming, they said that it's an infection. <laughs> Has nothing to do with food, food, nothing. <laughs> Wrong diagnosis. <laughs> it was a good news. I said it was a good news. It's a no infection. There was an infection in the spine. Infection in the spine. That is what caused it. For this lady to breathe. And she, look, she had a job. She had a job that took her to almost everywhere in the world. Yes. I mean, I'll be in church. Okay, we are here. So we are in London. We are here. We are here. We, she was going to lose that job because of that. Yes. And I believe that if she had not followed the prophecy that came, she would have joined the queue. <laughs> she would have joined it. Are you here? So, you see, I, I am telling you that the word that comes carries benefits. Huh? It carries benefit, but to, to enjoy the benefit, to have it, to experience the benefit, you need to draw it. And, and, the, and, the, and the vessel you use to draw it, that vessel is called faith. I said that vessel is called faith. Faith is what would make you enjoy the prophecies, enjoy the word. You go to church Sunday after Sunday. You go to church weekday after weekday. You hear word every week after week, day after day. And nothing is happening to you. I needed to check the vessel called faith. Maybe that vessel is not working. But if you can put it in good state and in good order. And for the vessel to be able to extract. Then I tell you, the words that are coming to you will turn your life around. The words that are coming to you, the prophecies that are coming to you, they are about to change your status. They are about to change your state. They are about to turn your life around. Come on, shout, yes! Hey, Kaya! It will turn you around. It will turn you around. Hallelujah. So what I want to tell you is that benefiting from the word of prophecy, faith is a must. Faith is a must. Forget it. If you can't believe. Being born again is a must. Okay. Everybody must be born again. It's a, it's a must. It's not an option. Recently I was reading a scripture in Romans chapter 5. That's when I realized that it's not an option. What brings sin? Romans 5 verse 12 maybe. What brings sin? Is the law that brings sin. If, if there's no law, 
that don't take this phone as it's lying here. There's no law. It means that if you take it, you have not done anything wrong. Yes, it's, it is the law that establishes sin. So if there's no law, there's no sin. And therefore, you cannot suffer the consequences of sin. They can't take you to court and jail you because what you did is not called stealing. Yes, you just saw something and you took it. Yes, and there's no law that if you take something that doesn't belong to you, you have, you have stolen, you have committed sin. There's nothing like that. G give me living Bible. Living Bible, let me just show you this. Living Bible. Living Bible. The, the Living Bible. E-L-B. The Living Bible. Look at that. It says that. We know that it was Adam's sin that caused this. Because although, of course, people were sinning from the time of Adam. Maybe give me the stand so that we can understand it better. This is the last one, then we go. And sin, and sins. When we were, when we were his enemies, we were brought back to God by the death of a son. What blessings he must have, he must have for us now that we are his friends. Verse eleven. It says, "Now we rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done in dying for our sins, making us friends of God." Verse twelve. It says that. And when Adam sinned, sin entered the entire human race. His sin spread, his sin spread death throughout all the world. So everything began to grow old and die for all, for, for all sinned. Eh? Now look at the next one. It says, we know that it was Adam's sin that caused this. Because, although, of course, people were sinning from Adam, from the time of Adam until Moses, God did not, in those days, judge them guilty. They were sinning. What we know to be sin, they were committing it. But from Adam to Moses, oh, guilty of what? Guilty of death. For breaking his laws because there were no laws yes because he had not yet given his laws to them nor told them what he wanted them to do yes <laughs> so from Adam to Moses there were no laws but even though there were no law there were no laws they were they were growing old and they were dying and growing old and dying is the consequences of sin so how come they were suffering from the consequences of sin when they had not sinned according to the laws of God? The point is that it is because Adam sinned. So the sin of Adam affected everybody that came, whether you have sinned or not. Yes. Whether you have sinned or not. That's what I'm saying that. I'm saying that being born again is a must. You may not have insulted anybody in your life. You may have respected everybody. You may have, you may have not stolen anything. Your life is so perfect. But the fact that you are born human alone, you came from Adam, and Adam's sin is enough to let you know that you are a sinner and you suffer the consequences of sin. Yes, you suffer it. 
to survive. To survive the consequence. So, so being born again is a must. So in John chapter 3 verse 7, he said that, Marvel not that I say unto you, you must. It's a must. To be born again. Then after you are born again, eh, there is another must. There's another must. In Hebrews, Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God, please Him. For he that cometh to God, unless you go to something else, not God, but he that cometh to God must believe. It's not optional. You can't survive with God if you don't believe. Anybody who comes to God, unless you go to, uh, unless you go to, uh, uh, that river is called what? Antoine. Maybe it's Antoine you are dealing with. Maybe Antoine doesn't need faith. But if it comes to God, that you are calling on God, that you are dealing with God, that you are relating with God, he said that he that cometh to God must believe. Must. It's a must. It's a must. You can't. There's nothing outside. You can't. It's not negotiable. Faith is necessary. It's, it's a requirement. You can't do without it. You must believe it. I say you must believe. <laughs> you must believe. Romans 1.17 Galatians 3.11 Hebrews chapter um, chapter, chapter 10 verse, verse 38 They all tell you the just must live by faith. <laughs> the just is and now the just the just shall live by faith. You are the just. You have been cleansed by God. You have been justified. Eh? As a result, he said, the just, after your faith has led to your justification, you must live by it. In the same way that breathing uh, keeps alive, it takes faith for every believer to be spiritually alive. Hallelujah. You are dead without faith. When God sees you, he sees a dead, a dead believer. When you are moving and operating without faith, they just must. <laughs> it is a must. A chasse. That's what they choose. A chasse. A chasse. A chasse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a chasse. This morning, I, this morning I preached in tree. Yes. And I told them about a chasse. A chasse. You must. There's no option. Yes. So make the effort to know how to operate by faith. Huh? Make the effort. In First Peter, I believe one, it was talking about the fact that you add to faith this, then to this, that. So it started with faith. Yes, so, so faith is the foundation. Yes, it's the baseline. Do you understand? If it is not there, there's nothing you build that can stand. Yes. Yeah. When you see skyscrapers, you see high-rise buildings, you know, the beauty, how, how attractive they look. You see, it is, it is sustained. It is kept by the strength of the foundation. Yes. As it keeps standing there. The reason why it keeps standing and looking nice is because of the, the foundation it has. 
Nothing stands. Any believer, you see, with attractive story. Yes. Any. There's a foundation. It's called faith. Check anyone. Any believer with a shameful story. <laughs> Check the foundation. It's not good. The foundation is not good. Faith is the baseline. You build everything on it. Yes. Everything you build on the foundation. Bible says in 1 verse 45 of Luke, it says that blessed is she that believed. So a blessing is commanded by faith. Blessed is she that believeth. The believing commands attracts blessing. You know why you are very careful when you are giving? You know why you are careful? Because you don't believe that the God who promised you would actually fulfill what he said to you. You don't believe it. When you go to these finance houses, all of them, you see they don't struggle. People are putting their money in there because 10%, you get 10%, like, like a, a man's goat that collapsed. Yes. I know somebody who lost 2 million. 2 million. When he saw the way the thing was going, every month you get 10%, every month. So at the end of the year, you get 120% of your investment. Yes, compound interest. It didn't make sense. And they believed it. So then, and people went for loans and put the loans there. Yes, yes. I know some people who are listening to me, they lost almost 101 uh, million cities. Yes, yes, they are listening to me, they are watching me. Yes, they are watching me on film. I know they are watching. They, 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 know I'm, they, they don't like what I'm saying, but it's true. Yes. Somebody lost $2 million. Yes. $2 million. 10%. You see, we believe it so much. We give. But when God says give, when God says it is more blessed to give, you don't believe it. So you don't give because you don't believe. Yes. Yes. You don't give because we struggle with you to give. There must be, you see, we have to threaten you. We have to, uh, we, we have to admit you. And we have to say some bad things. And we have to bring this testimony and that testimony. And this happened. And then before you pull out 200 cities. <laughs> you see, you don't, you don't believe. That's why your life is the way it is. Yes. You don't believe. Blessed is she that believed. <laughs> blessed is she that believed blessed the one who believed commanded a blessing yes commanded a blessing commanded a blessing you don't believe so prophecies they don't exist I mean nothing is happening to you you've had one after another one after another how many things have not been said in the church? Nothing happens to you. Yes. Go and check it. It may have a puncture. Mm. It, it may have deflated. 
faith. Nothing, nothing will happen to you. Nothing. It doesn't matter your name. It doesn't matter your grandfather's name. Some people, they, they ride on their grandparents' name. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where you went to school. Nothing. God is not the respecter of persons. No, no, no. If your faith can be your oppression. Yeah, yeah. Some of you only believe what you can see. It is not faith. It's not called faith. Yeah, it's not called faith. Yeah, what you can see. And, and, but God has said, even though you are working and everybody can see that this is your situation and yet you believe that the contrary situation which God has set you, that is actually what is the reality. <laughs> Do you understand? And you, are, and you are working in it. You are believing in it. You see, that, that, is, that is faith. That's faith. Your child is not well. The whole world will know. Yeah. Whole world, every, every. Listen, the sympathy of man is not equal to God healing. No. Man's sympathy will not bring you healing. It is faith in God that will turn around. Yes. We'll, we love to be sympathized with by men. They say, oh, and this, oh, oh, and that, oh, and you see, eh, my mother, and you know, and listen, stop that. Rather, what has God said? That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, that himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, I am healed. Your leg is pinning you. But he said that by his stripes, I am healed. Your neck is twisting. Your pocket is empty. But you tell yourself, I am richer. Because you believe in the word. Which says, let the poor say. I am richer. He didn't say that deny the fact that you are poor. But instead of focusing on the poverty, he said, let the poor say, I am rich. And let the, let the, let the weak say, I am strong. Let your attention be on it. As I said, he has a he has a problem with me, Pa. Yes. Because I'm sure that he's looking for the one thing that he can use to get me out. Yeah. No situation is potent enough to take me away from, from God. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Hallelujah. Amen. No. Whether you are seeing it or not, it's not important. What is important is what has God said? What does He say? Yes, what has God said? What does He say? Choose be, they may call you a fool, they may call you names. It doesn't matter. God has always, He has always won at the end of the day. No, 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 no. He said that heaven and earth shall pass away. Not, not a jot, not a tittle in my word, and he has proven it. At the end of the day, you would win. Yes, you would win. Yeah. You would 
You see, I was telling them last week about prayer, or last two weeks. And I told them, I believe in it. I believe in prayer. I believe in prayer. My daughter had a challenge. And I said that, no, I will not sit down. There is something I know God can do. I called. Hey, where are you? Gather, pray. I call this group, gather, pray. I call that group, gather, pray. I call that group, gather, pray. About 20 groups, I call. I say, everybody on it until I tell you that it is over. Don't stop. Day and night, day and night, we are praying because I believe there is something that comes out of prayer. My goodness. I said, we are not giving up. And they will give this diagnosis. And they will say, oh, this, we don't like this. But I said, look, keep praying. Something will happen. At the end of the day, they said, no, the diagnosis is wrong. I said, you are, you are saying the diagnosis is wrong. It is not that the diagnosis is wrong. It is that something has happened to that thing. By the force of prayer. Believe it. You believe it by what you do. All those who claim I believe in prayer, you pray. The only prayer you pray in the week is when we come to church. And the pastor says, shall we pray? Shall we pray? Father, thank you. Bless this word. And then you say amen. That's your prayer for the week. Yes. That's your prayer for the week. <laughs> Meanwhile, you seem to be an advocate for prayer. Have you seen that nothing? You see, there's, there's nothing about you that attracts people to prayer. Nothing about you. Nothing. Walk in it until you can see what you have been believing. So church, this is the prophecy. I said that every prophecy that the prophet gives is loaded. Yes. Yes. It, it, I mean, it's, it's loaded. We cannot just confess it and that's no. We have to go into it because we must see them practically happening to us. Hallelujah. And today, we have just raised the curtain and we are saying that faith is a must if we would experience this prophecy. Okay? Have you seen that he said that last one? He said that with God all things are possible. Yes. It, it takes faith to draw out the impossibilities. To turn the impossibilities into possibilities. It takes faith in God. Jeff, are you there? Where's Jeff? Impossibility specialist. Do you remember? Anytime I call you answer. That's it. That's it. Sing it. Any door and knock, you open. You see that in heaven. You made it at your fortune. Incredible power. Extraordinary strategies, impossibility specialist, impossibility specialist. You see that in heaven, you may be as a fool, incredible God.
again in your life don't if if you have to call my phone don't call me to come complain call to thank God call to praise God if you call to complain I'll block you if you use another number to call me and I hear your voice I cut you yes. from that day she stopped complaining yes. I don't need that I don't don't tell me about the problem I don't need I know I know about it yes my focus is on the solution and the God who can bring the solution he's a specialist I believe in what he's saying 
Today you want to pray that God help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Help my faith. I want to experience the prophecies, the promises. But today help me to believe. Please lift up your hands wherever you are and lift up your voice. I need you to talk to God. Talk to Will you talk to God? Talk to Him. Talk to the impossibility specialist. Tell Him to help your faith. Tell Him to help your unbelief. It is the only obstacle. The only obstacle. Between you and your miracle. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word. You said that your word is that which goes forth out of your mouth. It never returns unto you void. It accomplishes anything you sent it to go in. And we are grateful today that your word is not returning unto your void. Thank you. Thank you for the gift of faith. We know faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. That's true. But we also know that there's something called the gift of faith. It's a gift. It's not worked for give it. Father, bless your children today with this beautiful gift. If there's a gift we require, a gift that would make us believe you in the way that the natural man cannot comprehend. Father, give us give us the confidence to walk in your word with confidence. May the, may the situations around us lack the potency of drowning our faith. In the name of Jesus, as long as Peter believed, when you bid him to come, he was doing the until his attention drifted from you. Father, impossibilities are becoming possibilities by faith in you. Therefore, we ask, may our faith not drown. May our faith be held to go up. Give us the when everybody says it's not possible there's no reason to believe let a reason appear from somewhere something like Abraham who against hope believed in hope Father bless us today with this gift of faith and let your superior name be glorified
thank you once again in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here this afternoon. Somebody invited you or you have been coming or you came on your own. But deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. Master, you must be born again. It's a must. Whether you like it or not, you're a sinner. And the, and, 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 the, and the salary, the wages of sin is death. Is death. Is separation from God. You can never be where God is. As Lazarus died and was carried to the bosom of Abraham, you cannot go anywhere near God is. Because death is separation from God. Today, God is saying that there is no need to die in your sins. There's no, it's, there's no use dying in your sins because everything that should be done to free you has been done. There's only thing that is required that you surrender this life to him. When you do, you complete the transaction. You are here like that. You want me to pray with you. You need Jesus in your heart, in your life. You want to surrender this life to Jesus wherever you are standing. I want to see your right hand lifted above your head. Your right hand above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. From today, I want to be sure. If I lie, I lie down dead, I know there's a place I am going. Marostia. Because I don't carry my sins again. Jesus has carried my sins. Mokosia. Because where God is, there's no sin there. If somebody doesn't take that sin, then you cannot be where he is. Please pray with me. I want my sins to drop. I can see your hands. All over. I can see your hands lifted. I can see your hands. Jesus is interested in taking off your load, the load of sin, so that, so that you can be where God is. Where God is. You die spiritually. You are separated from God by sin. You have lifted up your hand. Where are you standing? Can you come to me? I want to pray with you. My brother, come. Come. My brothers, come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come to me. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus is calling for you. Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You lift up your hand wherever you are. Come all the way to the front. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus is calling for you. Come. You need Jesus. Come on the way. God bless you. Please lift up your two hands with me. Okay? Lifting up your two hands is a sign of surrender. Surrendering to God. And I want the congregation to join us in this prayer. Everybody say this prayer. Make it your own prayer. Pray from your heart. God is listening to you. He's listening to not just your words, but your heart. What is in your heart? Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I can't hear. I can't hear you. I can't hear anybody. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I believe. I believe. With all my heart. With all my heart. That Jesus. That Jesus came into the world. Came to the world. Died on the cross. Shed His blood. Shed His blood. Because of my sins. Because of my sins. Today. Today. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus Christ. I receive Jesus. 
as my Lord, as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Savior. Say today, today, I surrender, I surrender my life to Jesus. My life to Jesus. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to Jesus. Belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to God. From today, from today, I confess, I am born again. I am born again. Say, Father, please write my name. Please write. In the, book of life. in the book of life so that one day so that one day, when this book is open when this book is open, my name my name will be found in it, will be found in it. because anybody because anybody, whose name whose name cannot be found cannot be found in that book in that book will be cast, will be cast into the lake of fire to the lake of fire. Father, father please write my name please write thank you for saving me for saving today today Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.